Welcome to Bible Memory for All's Essential Verses program. This episode is designed to help you to hide God's Word in your heart. For additional resources, including study notes and a question sheet to help you review this verse, go to www.biblememoryforall.com. Welcome back. I think you're going to love our memory verse for this week as we jump into 1 John 1, 9, a verse that's loaded with promise and a verse that's a reassurance that God has forgiven us of our sins. 1 John 1, 9 is an exciting verse, and I think you'll agree it's an essential verse of the Christian faith. Let's jump in. I'm going to read it to you, and then we'll talk a little bit about it, and then we'll start working our way through and trying to memorize this exciting verse. 1 John one nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's first John one nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What an amazing promise. This is perhaps the best promise in the entire Bible. The best promise in the entire Bible. If we confess our sins, that's all we have to do. We'll talk a little bit about what that means. But if we confess our sins, he, God, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That is an amazing promise. So let's talk a little bit about what this verse means, because understanding it is going to help us to remember. The Bible tells us in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, and to understand that truly, we got to understand that in the context, right? To understand a verse, you really have to look at the context. So I want to back up a little bit with you and look at 1 John 1, 8, and I think that helps you to understand what confess means. See, some people have gone way off on confess, and they they believe that you have to confess every single sin all the time. Oops, I did a sin right there. I better confess it. Otherwise, if I miss one, I'm going to go to hell. That's not what the Bible is telling us here. And that's important because God is looking at our hearts. God is looking at how we look at sin. And the act of confessing sin is not the the requirement that we have to do to earn our salvation. We've learned plenty of verses already that say that all we have to do is believe that Jesus paid the price. So I want to make sure that we understand what this word confess our sins means. So for that, we're going to move up to 1 John 1, 8. And 1 John 1, 8 says, if we say we have no sin... We deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. And then we roll right into 1 John 1, 9, but if we confess our sins. You see, so those two verses really go together. And I want to remind you that the verse numbers, they weren't there when the original document was written. So we need to think about this as a flowing idea, not just, well, in verse 9 it says this, in verse 8 it says that. So, so let's read it without the verse numbers in our minds. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. So that's saying, if we, if we don't think we're sinners, then we're deceiving ourselves. 
However, if we, and we're in our verse now, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to to forgive our sins. So what's the difference there? The, The difference is between saying we have no sin versus confessing our sins. So confessing our sins here has the idea of admitting our sin. Yeah, I'm a sinner. And that's the whole message of salvation is realizing that God is perfect, realizing that I am not perfect, and realizing that I need something between me and God to bring me, to reconcile me back to God. So the idea of confessing here is the idea that I need to see my sin the way that God sees my sin. I need to see my sin. And if I see my sin, I understand that I am a sinner. And I confess that. Then he is faithful and just to forgive us. And that's where I think in many churches we've gone wrong today by not spending time preaching about and talking about sin. If you look back a couple hundred years ago, and if you look back at all the revivals that we've had in the U.S. and in Europe and throughout history, it all started with a recognition of sin. And today in many churches, we're so excited about uh, the good news of the Bible that we forget to tell people they're sinners. And Jesus started every interaction with sinners by, by addressing their sin, because without an understanding that we are sinners and we have no good in us, no hope of coming to God. We can't reach out for that. We can't, we can't realize the gift that Jesus gave us in his death. So we have to see our sin. We have to see ourselves as hopeless, dying, dead sinners. And that's what this verse says. If we confess our sins, this is not a a quote unquote righteous person confessing every little sin that they happen to make because I don't want to miss one. The Bible says I need to confess my sin for him to forgive it. That's not what that's about. This is a heart of understanding that I am a sinner. There's nothing I can do to fix it. All right. So if we confess our sins, then the best part of this verse is that God is faithful. Faithful means he will continue. He's not going to forget. He's not going to change his mind. He is going to be faithful to us in forgiving our sins. It's kind of the idea of, of an act of a, of a present tense activity as well. It's not a one-shot deal. It's the idea that I'm go- he's going to be faithful in forgiving our sins, past, present, and yeah, future. He's faithful and just in forgiving our sins, and he will cleanse us. Think about that. He'll, he'll give us a bath. He'll cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, we know the wages of sin is death, but not sinning is life. And if God's going to conf- cleanse us from unrighteousness, that leaves us in a state of life, a state of perfection where we can come to God. And the only way that we can do that is through the blood, through the sacrifice that Jesus has provided for us. So do you see what I mean? This is a fantastic verse. It's a great verse for us to memorize and hide in our heart. It's an essential verse of the Christian faith. So I want to break this down into three different parts for us today, and uh, say them along with me as we go. We'll break it down into three parts. We'll work through those, and I hope that this helps you to hide God's word in your heart. So the parts are going to be, if we confess our sins, that's part one, 
He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. That's part two. And cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's going to be part three. So let's work on part one. If we confess our sins, pretty easy, right? You got that? Let's do that together three times. Say it along with me. If we confess our sins, if we confess our sins, if we confess our sins. In part two, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Again, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Again, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. So it kind of has the same meter as the first part, us, our sins, that part. Faithful and just, I want you to remember they're alphabetical, okay? F comes before J, so it's a little bit easier. Faithful, he's going to be faithful and he's going to be just. He's faithful and just. And the last part, and cleanse us, and to cleanse us, excuse me, and to cleanse us, and the last part, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Again, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Again, and to cleanse us for all unrighteousness. All right, let's put those three parts together. We'll do that three times as well, just to really help you solidify that in your memory. First John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Again, I want to hear you say it along with me. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay, one more time. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's 1 John 1.9. Hope this helps you to remember this essential verse of the Christian faith. We'll be back again next week with another verse. Keep working on this this week. I think you'll find extreme benefit from hiding God's word in your heart. Hope you have a great week. And God bless. This has been a production of Bible Memory for All, helping you to hide God's Word in your heart. For additional information relating to this episode, including study notes and a question sheet to help you to review this verse, go to www.biblememoryforall.com.